everyone. I'm Donna Carrick of Carrick Publishing and uh, also the host of Dead to Rights, the podcast. I'm here today on behalf of the Maydams of Mayhem, of which I'm really fortunate to be a member. And I'm here with Caro Souls, who is the author of the Merculean Mystery Series. Um, and she'll tell you a little bit about that today. But we're really here to talk about our upcoming anthology for the Maydams of Mayhem, titled In the Spirit of 13. And it will be coming out this fall, 2022. And Caro has a really wonderful little story. It's, uh, I say little. That doesn't, that's not to be diminutive. It's because it really is a flash story. It's a, a short, short, I guess you could say. And it's titled The Yellow Bird. And it's just a fascinating story. I love the twist. Hi, Caro. Thanks very much for coming today. I really appreciate it. Can you tell us a little bit about your three characters, Patsy, um, Jody, and uh, Diane? Yes, Patsy, Jody, and Diane. Well, let me see if I can actually remember. It was a while I wrote a while ago I wrote this thing. Yes, it is very short. And when I heard about the invitation to the story, I thought, well, this is uh, I, I wanted to write a Mercullian story, which I had just a little while earlier. And uh, so I thought about this and I just couldn't get a good idea about it. And then, of course, part of the problem was that it was the, the, the theme was, was spirits. And I thought, okay, well, you know, I don't really know about afterlife on Mercurian. Let's not get into that. So then I was going through some photographs and I came to this picture of me and a dear old friend of mine from university standing outside at church, chatting away with great big hats on and being very dramatic. And it was at another friend's funeral which doesn't seem to be the most cheery thing in the world, but nevertheless, we seem to be enjoying ourselves just talking about our friend. And I thought that's where I got the idea for the yellow bird and these, the two ladies after the funeral of a friend of theirs, who was obviously of the same age. And um, one of them sort of loves to go to funerals all the time. And this is true, a friend, I had a friend of mine who used to go to funerals all the time too, of people she barely knew. I didn't understand that at all, but, um, Anyway, so that was sort of where I got the idea. And these are old friends from university as well, these two little old biddies. And uh, they are just discussing their old friend and her habits and their own habits. And uh, so that's really all, all it is. But of mm -hmm. course, for the little twist at the end. With the a little cut. twist, exactly, which we will not give away. Yes, <laughs> because in a short story, you've really got to protect the twist for dear life. You've got to be so careful not to spoil it. But uh, I loved the characters and I loved the way that they just were meeting and chatting. It was so charming. And oh, um, it was also sort of an impending um, feeling of, well, because it wasn't the only funeral. I mean, they were talking about various funerals. They talked about a couple of different funerals. So there was this impending sense of death going on with it that was behind the charm and the, the tea and the coffee and the, the, the scones and all that, you know? Yes, that's, that's right. Hmm. Well, I think yeah. it is when you're going to one funeral, it's all the others that you're sort of remembering and then you're thinking about the ones which are coming up. And so I think that's that's part of it all. Well, it's perfect for In the Spirit of 13. I think it's just yeah, such a tremendous yeah. fit. And it's just like a little gem because I think it's less than a thousand words. And uh, I think the reader's going to really enjoy it. Now, can you tell okay. us a little bit about your Merculean series? Because I know that is um, 
<laughs> what is happening with it? Close to my heart. Well, I'm still writing them. I mean, during this wonderful pandemic that we've had, um, other people seem to have been sort of ground to a halt, at least some of them do have. Uh, but I have just been going faster and faster. So I'm just writing more and more Merculean stories um, and in the books. And um, I enjoy them because this is uh, the earlier ones were not light, but they are now. The earlier ones were filled with drama and adventure and, you know, life and death sort of things. Mm -hmm. Not quite so much now, although they are now. I When I introduced my new character, Marlo, I sort of began the mystery part of it. And he is... He's basically, uh, he's he basically is a detective. A, yes, he's he really a quite a fun detective. I love him. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, he is rather fun because he's a bit um, absent-minded and he really has no idea about what he's wearing half the time. He loves to snack and um, he, he, he thinks it helps the sort of get the wheels rolling on the mind. This is what he thinks. Mm -hmm. So whenever, whenever a big, he's working on a case, he's always dropping into snack houses, which they kind of, they call them and having something, something to sort of lubricate the. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the mm -hmm. That's brain. a good way of saying it. Yeah. But you've got uh, and the off world, the off world uh, building in that uh, series is just really outstanding. If anybody is not familiar with it, please look up Caro Souls and the Merculean uh, series because you will love the off world building. It's really well done. Uh, very intricate very interesting, colorful, you know, um, but you've got something else that's quite different right now, dancing with chairs in the music room. Can you tell us a little bit about that? That's quite different. Yes, well, that is that is actually set in the, well, not exactly the here and now because it's, it's, it's set in 1949. And it is in the Toronto of that period, way down on Jarvis Street on 419 and one of those old, 519, I think it is, one of those old mansions that was one of the Massey houses. And uh, this is all told from the point of view of a very precocious 10 year old, or is she 11? I can't remember. Anyway, I think it's 10, uh, child, and who lives with her mother and father and her big brother in three rooms in this mansion, which is basically now at that point a rooming house. And uh, the, the, the whole story is basically her seeing what she can, trying to sort of make sense of what she sees because she can't sort of go out. Uh, she has very poor eyesight and, and her parents are very protective and she's, she stays at home with sort of tutors coming here and there and everywhere um, to sort of help her along with schoolwork a little bit. And um, so, but she spends a lot of time wandering around, listening at doors and looking in windows and talking to, to the adults in the building who are all of quite eccentric and um, trying to sort of figure out who they are and what their lives are like. And eventually she gets caught up in something which she doesn't understand at all. And um, uh, it's, it gets sort of tragic in the end, but um, it's, it's uh, what I was trying to do was, was show how a child really sort of creates their own sort of um, understanding of what's going on, which really is, mm -hmm. is far off the mark. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can be really, yes. The title yeah. is just so evocative and beautiful. Um, I, I really love it. So anybody listening, please go look for Dancing with Chairs in the Music Room. It's, um, 
It's a really, it's a music really house, actually, but uh, that's close enough. Music house. That's I'm sorry. Good. It's a great title that I butchered. You say it. You say it for Dancing us. Dancing chairs in the music house. And I got the title from the fact she used to put clothes on the chairs because she was, she was actually a very lonely child because she doesn't have any friends her own age. And she would sort of pretend to be dancing with them and sort of pull them around the living room. And that's where the title comes from. I like that. I like that. I like the images that come up to mind with that title. It's really good. And I'm sorry I butchered it, but it's Dancing oh, with Jim like House. Now nobody will forget it because of what I've done. <laughs> That's true. It's memorable now. <laughs> Thank you so much, Carl. It's really great to have you on. And for anybody who doesn't know, Carl was one of my very first video interviews. I had done a whole lot of podcast interviews previously. But Carl was one of my very first video interviews, and it's always just a delight to have you on. Oh, I didn't realize I was one of your first. You were, right? and if you recall, I forgot to hit record, and we had to do it all again. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> oh, well. Now you remember. Now you remember. Now I remember, yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. So everybody, watch for In the Spirit of 13 by the Maydams of Mayhem. And it features Carol Souls and her story, The Yellow Bird, which is just a wonderful story. You're going to really enjoy it. Thank you, Carol. And thank you very much, too. Yet it rides Let it rock 